Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor, Nebraska Football Hall of Famer. Blitz is on, Taylor picks it up, fires, touchdown, Nebraska! Canadian Football League Grey Cup champion. Taylor again, wide open. And first team All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Five for Steve Taylor. That is a new Nebraska record. Two-time Nebraska high school track and field state runner-up and two-time captain for the University of Nebraska Kearney track and field team, Enrique Alvarez-Clary, better known as Rico. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Welcome in, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday. Here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Yes. I am Rico, joined by former All-American Husker quarterback Steve Taylor, live from 11th and O Street on a new location downtown in Lincoln. Steve, how you doing? Dude, I'm excellent, man. I'm excellent. I, I could not have been. I love my Wednesdays. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Wednesdays is Steve Taylor's day. You just come out, you come down here, get ready for your it's, show, you're hanging I, out, drinking I, coffee, talking with everybody, having waffles. Dude, the Shout waffles. Shout out to Heavenly Waffles, Chef Bob. I was on Normal Boulevard and 27th Street, and I swear I could smell the waffles. <laughs> I had my top <laughs> off in my car. I, I was like, I could smell those waffles. They're, they are the best. Gluten-free, they're healthy, they're light, and you had like this corn mixed in with some grits. It was like cheesy grits. corn grits. Yeah. With yeah. the with this uh spicy and dewy sausage. Yeah, that's what oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that, that sausage I'm like, is good. Perfect. And you I I only had one. Terrell had like two or three plates, right? Oh, I had two. He had a he has like a pumpkin or a pumpkin waffle. Yeah. I so I'm not a big fan of pumpkin. But that, but that pumpkin <laughs> waffle. I do not like pumpkin. I just don't like pumpkin, but that pumpkin okay, waffle is okay, good. Yeah, that, that pumpkin waffle is good. I get that no pumpkin. I'm really a sweet potato guy. I like sweet potatoes. Oh, okay. Like sweet potato pie. Instead of pumpkin pie, so I know somebody that makes a really good sweet potato pie. See if we can get some. Well, in we got to get that recipe because my wife has been trying to do that for years. Once my <laughs> she, she's afraid because my mom used to make such a great sweet potato pie. But no, it's Wednesdays are crazy. I got wings on Wednesdays. I got wacky waffles, great waffles on Everything. Wednesdays. So it's great. It's sweet. That's a fantastic Wednesday yeah. for and you, I've man. Had, and I had time to even calm down about the game. I was going to say the whole thing. You know, it was, are you one of the people who? Um, they won the game. Yeah, Nebraska, yeah. Nebraska beat Louisiana Tech. That's a, a good thing. It's a good thing. But it wasn't a very pretty game. No. No, it was not. It was actually quite boring. <laughs> the first half. <laughs> but that's, an, that's another. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we got the win. They did some things, some good things late in the game. But, um, you know, we got the W. So what? We're 2-2? Two two. Yes. We're making progress. Back to uh, 500. I think we, I think we kind of summed up the quarterback situation, you know, which I like mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, and and to me, that was having a two quarterback system. Whether or not it was going to be Sims and Casey, now I'm going to just call them Double H. You know, Heinrich Harburger. I'm just going to call them Double H mm-hmm. and uh, Sims. So I think you got two quarterbacks that can hopefully come out to be a B or B plus quarterback <laughs> between the two of them, right? So. I think that's a good thing for Nebraska because you're going to need that in order for them to, to get through this little tough tough stretch we're going to have. So, so straight from the mouth of, of, a, of a former Husker quarterback yeah. yourself, um, what are your thoughts on you've seen now, again, two, two, two four different opponents yes. 
two different opponents for each quarterback. Yeah. What are your your thoughts from Jeff Sims in the first two games and Heinrich Harburg in the last two games? I will say this. I think um, Nebraska's in a good spot. They got two quarterbacks that have similar skill sets. So you can pretty much have the same game plan every week, week mm-hmm. in and week out for two quarterbacks, right? Because they, they have similar skill sets. Um, and they play two different opponent, opponents. And you have to take in consideration the circumstances of the games. Like, I'm not going to be too hard on Sims because, you know, the season opener against Minnesota, you know, your first start, good quality team on the road, right? And then you, then you, have, um, you have Colorado, which all the hype in the world, mm-hmm. all the confidence in the world. There was a lot around that lot, game, lot that, around was, that, game. that wasn't really football. That, yeah, exactly. But you still have to prepare and you have to do all different circumstances. And he didn't play that great. You know, did some, some things, got mm-hmm. injured. You know, and then Double H comes in, you know, against inferior opponents, but nonetheless opponents, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think that uh, Louisiana had a little bit more talent than, than Northern Illinois. And did some good things, some solid things, but the circumstances are different. But he took care of the football. He made some plays, made some passes, made some runs, you know, and did some good things. So, uh, so I would probably give the edge to Double H right now to start this week. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's healthy, who's injured, whatever, right? Let him start this week, see how he does. Don't know what percentage of healthiness Sims has, is, is in right now. Yeah. And, you know, just go with the flow. If Double H is doing well, you leave him in the game. If he's struggling, you need a spark. And Sims can go put Sims in the game. So I think that's the strategy right now. I think Rule is kind of dancing around that, however he wants to do it politically. But I think that's how I would approach it if I'm the coach. And if I'm a player, I'm okay with that. If I'm Sims, I'm okay if Heinrich, I'm not happy about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay if he starts because, hey, we got two wins in a row. You got some continuity. I would want to be the starter if, if I was Sims. Of course. I have the opportunity to, to continue, right? And then Heinrich is happy because, hey, I think I've earned the start. And I understand if things aren't going well, the guy behind me may may come into play. Mm-hmm. And that may even take some pressure off both of them. You know? So I think it's a win-win for Nebraska. That's the approach I would have. And you can have the same game plan. So you don't have to have two different game plans for two different quarterbacks when you come into the game. Mm-hmm. And the the offense, the, the the running backs, receivers, they should be used, they should be accustomed or comfortable with both quarterbacks now. Their cadence. Their maneuvers, whatever they do, their little things, you know, that makes them different. So mm. I think it's a good thing for Nebraska, and the timing couldn't be better because they're going to need both of them. <laughs> they're going to need both of them against against Michigan. Yeah, they're definitely going to need yeah, both of those quarterbacks. Sure. Now, after Sims got hurt, you're coming. We're going into the Northern Illinois game. We're talking about Nebraska's roster and the quarterback situation. And my thoughts were, you know, simplify the offense, <laughs> make it so that because because Heinrich Harburg, he's been in college for three years, but he hasn't. Played yeah. really played, taking a meaningful snap. You think yeah. he's a redshirt sophomore? Sims had played a lot at Georgia Tech. Started yeah. spar- sparingly at Georgia Tech. He's in his fourth or fifth year in college football. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, he understands the game a little bit more than Heinrich Harburg does. So I was like, simplify it. But the offense for Harburg and the offense for Sims. Now this is this is coming from me. Yes, it looked pretty like pretty significantly different. There were some plays that Heinrich Harburg, and like you said, they're kind of the same, similar skill sets. Yeah. It looked very different for Heinrich Harburg than it did in the first two games with Sims in terms of there was a lot more option football yeah. when Heinrich was in the in the game than Sims. What's your take on yeah, that? Yeah, but, but you can't read into that. I was having this, I was having this talk with the black shirt, Terrell. Like, you have to game plan, mm-hmm. right? Now, against those other teams, they were inferior. So I think Nebraska should have been stronger with the offensive line. 
and then introduce some options. I, I saw the old 32-38 option, you know, under center, reverse, fake to the fullback, run the option off the end, log him or whatnot, mm-hmm. right? So that's just game planning. But Sims can do that, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that was more so of, of game preparation and planning for that particular opponent. And uh, I think you'll see more of that this week with Michigan. Um, I think you're going to need some both of that because you're going to spread them out too because they're going to have some great athletes in the interior, right? So, But that's what I was saying. That's what's great about it is that you can run and execute the same game plan. I don't think it was done because of Harburg. I think he's been here enough and he's had enough snaps that he's not too far behind Sims as far as like maybe preparation. Mm-hmm. Now, actual game experience, Sims has that. But, you know, that really hasn't shown <laughs> Hasn't shown too much of an advantage his, his at, game at ex- this point. Right? His game experience yeah, he was still, has, has shown, you know, turnovers are exactly. a big part of his and game. He, and, and, he, and he was locked on receivers. And that was the first game, too. I get it, right? Yeah. So uh, that's why I think Nebraska actually offensively is in a good spot. You know, um, I'm, I feel very good. Well, not good. I feel okay with what our defense has done. Mm-hmm. I think they can get some stops, slow Michigan down a little bit. You know, if they can limit the big plays – then we can we can be in the ball game if we don't turn the football over and move the sticks and play the field goal. I mean, play the field position game. So um, there's a there's a small window there that I think we can win. But I obviously overall I think they just have too much talent. The Wolverines. Now before we get onto the defensive side yes. of the ball, because I do want to ask you about that on the offensive side, you have your two, your one and your two on the depth chart. Running backs go down. Anthony Grant steps in, yes. rushes for a hundred yards in yeah. his first game as the starter this season. Um, I want your take on that running back position with him and now with Joshua Fleeks, the transfer from Baylor, yeah. possibly moving from receiver to running back to, to take over that number two spot as opposed to having a uh, redshirt freshman in Emmett Johnson and a true freshman in Quentin Ives taking um, a lion's share of those snaps if Anthony Grant is to go out of the game. Um, but also, you said you're, you feel comfortable about the quarterback position. Yeah. What about the guys he's throwing the ball to? <laughs> Because that's been something that yeah, we, just, we haven't we, seen a we lot from them. We have we have not had the vertical stretch, the deep threat like we had with Palmer. We missed that terribly. These are like possession type receivers, um, you know. So we don't have much to work with there. Our tight end is doing okay. Mm-hmm. We can you know he he can stretch the field a three little bit. Three touchdowns in three, three touchdowns, games. He, he can stretch the field. So you got that vertical you know in between the hashes uh, presence there. That's that's huge. You know we're just we're just not overly talented, you know in the wide in, in the receiving. Part in, in, in the in the receiving room, which is not overly talented. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of guys that can make some plays, you know, possession type guys. But overall, we just we don't have that deep threat where people have to really prepare for and lock out. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, so that's 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 it is what it is with that. As far as the running backs, you know, I think they're almost they're they're a long way from the wee backs. You're so young, you may not know who the wee backs were, mm-hmm. right? Okay, back in okay, Nebraska, obviously have the eye back, right? Yep, they have the one starter. You're the guy, you're going to get 25 to 35 carries a game. I back. Back in the day when Keith McCant was here, we had Calvin Jones and we had Derrick Brown, two very, very good running backs. Mm-hmm. So their nickname was the Wee Back because they probably split 50 50. Okay. Now, so I would say now I'm going to call our group the Wee Backs or the Trey Backs, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. We got like two or three guys, almost like the quarterback position. I don't think there's a lot of great separation between the three of them or two of them, whomever, right? But they're solid enough. I mean, yeah. really, like I, last week I thought we looked pretty good running the football. Yeah. With Grant. Grant 
did pretty he good, looked, right? He looked he, really he, good. He, he, he held he, on to the ball. He even looked, yeah, he even looked shifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, made some guys miss. I'm mean, like, okay. He was right. putting I, the shoulder down. I even told my wife, I said, who's that dude? He said, oh, that's Grant. <laughs> okay, well, he looks that's almost. A, that's a third string. <laughs> that's a third string guy, right? So I was like, okay. You know, so there are some subtle differences, but nothing huge. So we're okay there. We're just okay there mm-hmm. if we don't turn the football over. So. We do have a text that I want to get. Oh, yeah. I, let's, I think it's actually a pretty it. good one on the yeah. on the um, Sarter Heyman text line, 402-464-5654, and the Honda Lincoln hotline. We'll take some calls as well. Same number, 402-464-5685. But this text comes from an unnamed texter. So okay. if you would like to name yourself, um, they say, if Sims is healthy, do you play both quarterbacks this game just to throw a curveball at Michigan and give them something they haven't prepared for? Well, they're going to they're gonna prepare for both of them because they've seen them. Right? Mm-hmm. And they saw Sims dressed last week so they know he could possibly play he, mm-hmm. he did come in and play yeah right now how we don't even know to what degree they're healthy yeah right but i definitely think first of all i would hope you only see one quarterback i would hope Heinrich starts plays well enough where uh we're moving football we have some continuity things are going mm-hmm. leave him in there right if we need a spark or things are kind of mundane kind of slow just aren't clicking put sims in there to get a spark get some energy right mm-hmm. so that's that's a good situation to be in. As a starting quarterback, I would never want that situation, yeah. right? You want to know you're the guy, but we got to get there because no one's really stepped up and say, "Hey, there's a huge difference between the two or three, right? So they definitely should play. I think Nebraska would benefit from that, and um, you know, it's it's a good thing, and that will it, you account for the motivation between the players, mm-hmm. the two quarterbacks with the competition will hopefully level increase their level of play. So, do you remember a few years ago, Luke McCaffrey was here as a, yes. as a quarterback, Adrian Martinez. Yeah. Uh, it's against Ohio, I think it was Ohio State, yeah. where they had them both in at the same time. Luke McCaffrey runs, not a reverse, but like a handoff, yes. and goes almost scores a touchdown. And touch you can down. do things like I that. I would say, do you think you see something like that yeah. along those lines, where you have both quarterbacks in, and you know that's, something happens, one quarterback gets it, gives it to the other one, whatever yeah. happens. Now you're thinking, that, that's, those are things you can do. Those will be the surprises. Now we got both on the field. Now we got both in the backfield. Mm-hmm. What do we do? And it's not like they're not athletes. You've seen they're Heinrich Harper yeah, catch they're, a ball. They're, they're both big. They can run. They can run between the tackles. Mm-hmm. They can do a reverse, and they both can pass. It, they know so the route tree. They know it. Exactly. So it's another element that the defense will have some, hey, 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 what's going on here, mm-hmm. right? What do we do? We didn't prepare for this. Right? There, I don't we, think there is any way to prepare no, for that. No, it's not. We haven't seen this formation. Boom. Element of surprise. That, that could very well happen this week. Mm-hmm. Very well happen this week. You know, so – so that's the offensive side of the ball. Still a lot of, you know, some question marks. Maybe yeah. not at the quarterback position, running back positions, uh, uh, you know, running back by committee, wide yeah. receiver, you still need somebody Got to it. break out. Tight end, you have Fedoni, you have Borkature, but neither one of them's really like jumped out and taken the job for themselves. Yeah. But I mean, again, Fedoni has three touchdowns in three games, but he's a threat. Um, you got to, you got to, you got to account yeah. for that guy. That's you still have nice. to uh, account for him. The offensive line is still a big question mark there. Yes. Um, but moving over to the defensive side, right? The number one rush defense in the country. Those are those are what the statistics no, no, say. No, I'm not laughing because I'm like I said, I'm really pleasantly surprised a little bit. But I know Tony White, mm-hmm. uh, he, and he played in Canada, and he can coach. You know, so I know he's competent and can coach. I've I've liked what he's done with our defense. Our guys are in position to make plays, and I may make plays to make the make the tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 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 gang tackling. They're in position. Um, that's good. That's good defense. So these guys are seem like they're fundamentally sound. They're in position to make the tackle. They've made some stops. Um, and I don't think they're overly talented in, in either position. They're not overly talented, right? 
and I'm not being negative with that. I'm just saying it's it's, it's almost like I said the no name defense. You know, we don't have any yeah. preseason All Americans. You know, all, all first conference selections. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Right. But they've they've played well collectively as a unit. So I'm just hoping or wishing that they can contain um, the Wolverines. They're explosive. They got some guys that can make some plays. Mm-hmm. They're going to make you miss. They got a good athletic quarterback that can throw the football, that can run. So if we can t- just keep them contained and try to keep them, you know, in that and they, they haven't scored a lot of points a lot of times, right? Even with Rutgers, they scored what thirty something points. Mm-hmm. They've scored. They scored. Over 30 points in all four of their games. Yeah. They've held all four opponents to under 10 points. Yeah, but they're not scoring 50, 60 points no. and putting up, you know, drastic, you know, obnoxious numbers, right? So, and that's Michigan. That's Michigan style. Mm-hmm. They're going to run the football. So, if we can limit their big plays with their running back, who I think is pretty talented, and, and the quarterback, you know, getting out of pocket, you know, creating and making some things happen, I think we can be in a, we can be in a football game if we have a good field position and if the offense is, you know, getting some first downs here and there. So, I'm very pleased with how collectively and how well they played as a defensive unit. Oh, sorry about that. No, you're good. Um, you're good. It's those waffles. <laughs> <laughs> just, it, there was just a tickle in my nose, yeah, and it just yeah. stayed there. It just stayed and there. it would not go yeah, away. You gotta, you gotta Finally got it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, the defense, what's the biggest improvement from last season that you've seen? You said that they're, they're playing oh, a lot man. better as a defense. You think they're, they're doing all these things better. What's the biggest improvement that you you've know, seen? All around the board. And this is what I said I wanted to see out of – not that I'm – judge of anything that the team is prepared they have a game plan they're executing it they're prepared the coaches are making good solid decisions you know for the most part with punting kicking going for it not going for it, personnel mm. getting your team prepared to play physically and mentally this this coaching staff has done that huge huge improvement from the frost administration they were just the opposite right uh running plays that they didn't practice not being prepared making poor decisions it was, it, was, it, was, it was really just god-awful. It really was. Tough to watch. But this administration has done just the opposite. From day one, since Rule has been here, I mean, we got players on the sideline with sideline passes and everything. Uh, he's been in, in, engaging, uh, very open to all the players, former players. Not that that's important, right? Their presence is there. That creates an atmosphere. Um, you know, so all those things they have done, and what, which I think is a reflection of what the guys are doing on the team and their mental state that they can compete and they can play. Mm-hmm. So, Overall, the team has just been very well prepared and conditioned and everything. So huge, huge improvement from what we've seen out of the previous administration. You mentioned a little bit what they need to do offensively to get to Michigan, you know, get yeah. possibly get both quarterbacks in, just run the ball, um, possibly at least attempt to stretch the field with some of the receivers and yeah, the tight ends. At least if, even if you go deep and you overthrow the guy, I mean, yeah. Have that threat there, so something else that they can think about, so those those guys can't sit on the routes mm-hmm. and jump on them, you know, and, and contest every pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, defensively, they've you said they have to contain Blake Corum, they have to contain JJ yes. McCarthy, the running back yeah. and quarterback. What else? Do, it, it, if Nebraska has a chance, get a turnover to gotta, win this game. Yeah, you got to get a turnover. You got to win. The, you got to win the, the turnover. The turnover battle, and most importantly, is special teams. Mm-hmm. Like. Our guys need to return the punts. It's been irritating. I mean, they're waiting for a fair catch before the ball even leaves the, the punter's <laughs> foot. I mean, seriously. And, uh, I, and my wife is like, you're right, Steve. I mean, you watch all these NFL games and those other games. The guys are catching the – you're under duress. you got people in your face. you got to return the football. Every five or ten yards matters. Mm-hmm. Every five or ten yards matters. So you got to win the field position battle. Nebraska needs to play on a short field. So either you win that battle or you move the football – Stay, you know, somewhere around the 50-yard line or more. You mm-hmm. have threats. 
That's how we're going to win the football game. Can slow it down, contain it, and not give up big plays, and definitely win the turnover battle, which is huge. So we've, we've pretty much covered Nebraska yeah. against Michigan, offensively, defensively, all of that. In the in the landscape of college football, how many games did you how many games did you end up watching this weekend? Like oh. which game which games did you watch? What was your favorite game outside of the Nebraska oh, I'm game? Trying to what, think. What was I your can't. favorite one to watch? Because I know the Colorado Oregon one was going in at yeah, the same I'm, time. I had it on an iPad next I'm to the to TV. Think, I'm trying to think who I watched. Um, the Notre Dame game, I think I watched. That was a good one. That was a great game. Yeah, yeah. I I it's, no I I, re- I now remember how much I don't remember <laughs> over three days. <laughs> so I was thinking, maybe we should move the show to Mondays. <laughs> you know, uh, I watch a lot of highlights. I watch some games here and there. I, I, right off the top of my head right now, I can't remember what games I watch. But, um, you know, so. What no, else, no, the, what else the, you, you know, Oregon, Colorado. I tell, you what Oregon, we need. That I, tell, one, like, I tell you what we need, which I'm going to bring my buddy in here. Yep. And we're going to talk to him a little about this. We need some NIL players. What do you mean? We need think about it. We need some players that are getting some big bank from the NIL. I feel like they have guys that are getting big no, bank. No, no, no. What do you consider big bank? I don't. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm anybody's talking, making. I'm talking five hundred plus, five hundred million. I don't know. I don't That's know what, if anybody's it, making. And that. those are the players. So we're going to talk. Let's talk to my buddy Randy a little bit. Let's bring him in. Here. Okay, so we'll go to a break. And we're going to talk to and him. And then about we'll bring in Randy bit. and yes. talk NIL uh, <laughs> here on Rapping with Rico and former All American quarterback Steve Taylor here on ninety three seven the ticket.